Hi, this is Jason King, and you're listening to the Health Policy and Advocacy Nursing Network, also known as HPAN. The Indiana General Assembly has been in session for two full weeks. All bills will need to be voted out of committee by January 28th. Therefore, the pace is very rapid at the State House. In this podcast, my goal is to update you on recent moves as they relate to healthcare policies. First, House Bill 1006, which is the regulation of tobacco products, is authored by Representative Kirkhoffer. This bill outlines all of the definitions around the tobacco products, defines the age of purchaser to 21 years old, and outlines the penalties around the sale of tobacco to someone who is underage. House Bill 1006 inadvertently removed the penalties for someone younger than 21 in possession of a tobacco product, but upon second reading, House Amendment 10 was passed. This amendment basically states that a person under the age of 21 who purchases, accepts for personal use, or possesses a tobacco product commits a Class C infraction. After addition of the two amendments, the bill passed second reading. And if you're following along on the Indiana General Assembly website and see the term engrossed, that means that the bill will be prepared in the final language. This enables the bill to be called for the House third reading. On the Senate side, Senate Bill 1, which is the Tobacco and Vaping Smoking Age, authored by Senator Charbonneau, passed out of the Senate Health and Provider Services Committee. There are other tobacco-related bills, such as House Bill 1124, which is the ban on sale of flavored tobacco, authored by Representative Jackson, which prohibits the sale of flavored tobacco products and their components. This bill currently remains in the House Public Health Committee. Senate Bill 3, which is health care provider billing, authored by Senator Charbonneau, was heard last week in the Senate Health and Provider Services Committee. This bill basically states that if a patient receives services from an out-of-network provider and at specified facilities that are in-network, patients would not be billed for a rate that exceeds the in-network rate plus any deductibles, co-pays, and co-insurance amounts. This bill would also require certain healthcare providers to provide a good faith estimate to the patient for the cost of care at least five days before a healthcare service or procedure is provided. Senator Charbonneau, the author, is also the committee chair and expects to hear amendments on the bill this coming week. Senate Bill 4 is the All-Payer Claims Database Bill, authored by Senator Charbonneau. This bill establishes an advisory committee to establish a database across all payers. This database would be used to collect, organize, analyze, and act upon the data. An amendment in committee specifies that the Department of Insurance staffs the All-Payer all Claims Database Advisory Committee and now, quote, allows rather than requires the establishment of a database. This bill passed out of the Senate Health and Provider Services Committee and has been reassigned to the Committee on Appropriations. House Bill 1150 is the Indiana State Board of Nursing, authored by Representative Mayfield. It provides that two of the registered nurses appointed to the Indiana State Board of Nursing must be advanced practice registered nurses and provides that one of the advanced practice registered nurses must have prescriptive authority. This bill currently sits in the Public Health Committee. Senate Bill 98, Certified Registered Nurse Anesthetist, authored by Senator Becker and Charbonneau, requires that a CRNA to administer anesthesia under the direction of a physician or podiatrist during certain surgical procedures. 
This was a change in the language from remain present in the facility to, quote, under the direction of a physician or podiatrist during a surgical procedure. This bill currently remains in the Committee on Health and Provider Services. House Bill 1008 is Occupational Reciprocity. This is a bill that addresses occupational licensure reciprocity. It was heard this week in the House Committee on Employment, Labor, and Pensions. As introduced, the bill would require any board under the jurisdiction of the Professional Licensing Agency that issues a license for certain regula regulated occupations to issue a license to any individual who is licensed in another state or jurisdiction in the regulated occupation, has established residency, has passed a substantially equivalent examination, is and has been in good standing, pays a fee, and completes the licensure application form. This legislation should potentially make it easier to recruit out-of-state healthcare providers to Indiana by expediting the process, but according to the Indianapolis Business Journal, has faced opposition by groups such as architects, engineers, real estate agents, and dentists. Please continue to use the Indiana General Assembly website, www.iga.in.gov, to learn more about these bills and others. As always, if you want to get more involved in advocacy and are looking for help, please contact me at jking at iuhealth.org, and I will gladly help you become more involved. If there's ever any content or education that you'd like for me to cover, please let me know. You can follow me on Twitter at jking underscore iuh. As a unified team, together we can lead the transformation of healthcare through quality, innovation, and education, and make Indiana one of the nation's healthiest states.